0: Welcome to Profiling Criminal Minds Sunday Special Feature. I'm Dan. And I'm Dr. Redmond. And we are back to talk criminal minds. Uh, so this this one happened a little strangely. Like there's no big news why we're here. We have one piece of tiny news. And then I just wanted to address the amount of... like, How is it that we did a... Uh, like, Criminal Minds podcast for, like, three years straight. And I never once, like, saw a news story about Criminal Minds. But for the past three months, every time I turn on my phone, there is a Google alert for a new article about Criminal Minds. Jeez. Like, people can't stop talking about the show. And the second it went off the air, they're like, oh, we're sad. But, you know, you know shows live and shows die. But, like, the moment they t- started talking about this... Uh, Re- this reboot or continuation or whatever it is they're calling it people went nuts <laughs> people can't stop talking about this thing and I'm, I'm pretty excited but yeah like literally I'm not exaggerating that whenever I turn on my phone <laughs> there's a message with new information about criminal minds on it
1: or rehashed information about criminal minds oh
0: yeah or people writing lists and we're going to talk a bit about that today but anyway, um, we've we have heard like this is not a big breaking news that uh, there is a there is a very good chance you're going to be seeing new episodes of Criminal Minds late this year. Like they're being very coy about the exact start date because anything can happen in production. But they're they're working on the show right now and they have they are aiming at a December. 2022 start date for the new season and i could not be more excited about this
1: well late this year and if all goes well and
0: i know you know there are no hitches and you production know. stuff can happen there can be another covid wave like everything yeah. is like in this world we're living in now everything is a maybe but the apparently the goal is get this thing out later this year yeah, uh, so. Presumably on Paramount+. Plus. I don't know about that for sure. I'm sure Paramount, if they thought there was a market for it, would consider airing it on television. But right now it seems to be the aim is do it on Paramount+. And not just yeah. because, uh, and the reason that's more likely is, contractually, CBS would have to put out a lot more money if they air it on television.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and besides, I mean, it's streaming. Yeah. It's Stop. the
0: show's a giant hit on
1: streaming anyway yeah and as one of these lists will or that one list we're gonna look at i watch it as background <laughs>
0: i know so many people do like and i mean i don't want to call the way people i, I don't want to like call out the way people engage with their media but doesn't it seem crazy to you to watch this show as background <laughs> Well, I think it's crazy, except
1: that when people watch it so often, they can visualize it in their heads
0: as they're listening to it. Well, but not, not just the fact I mean, that you're not seeing, because yeah, there is a lot of needing to see things, but it's just like the content of the show, just busy yeah. doing my laundry while they're talking about rape and murder. Like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> like when I need something in the background, I like turn on, you know, the Simpsons or the rest of Development, something you know, funny and cute and weird. I, I turn on Wise Guys sometimes, you know. Uh, or, or, or
1: I'll watch uh, the what, Blues yeah, What
0: do you What do you turn on in the background? Oh, in the background,
1: it's it's always something that's amusing. But I tend to turn on like movies I really like. Yeah, like the Blues Brothers. Like, I know you used to watch like the, Blues
0: the Blues Brothers Blues
1: a lot. Brothers or I'll turn on, well, depending on the mood, but yeah. you know. Of Terminator course. on in the background or yeah. um, the Marilyn Monroe musicals on in the
0: background oh, I know. or guys and dolls on in well, the background. guys and dolls is a perfect thing to just have on in the background. Cause you know, oh, yeah. very clear dialogue. You always know exactly what's happening. Everyone has a very distinctive voice in that. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's fantastic.
1: Yeah. That's what I like. And I mean, that's the same thing with the blues brothers. Everybody's voice is very distinctive yeah, you're you know, never confused
0: music, about what's going on for a second, and the music's wonderful.
1: Yeah, and that's what that's what you want, and that's as I say, that's the difference between that and the South Korean stuff that I watch, well, which you have to watch
0: because well, subtitles.
1: I have to. I have to. Uh, yeah, read subtitles.
0: Right? Exactly. But it's
1: not just that; it's that there are things that. Well, I mean, in
0: all of the Korean shows I've watched, and indeed the Korean movies, I mean, and maybe it's just the ones I'm watching, there tend to be huge visual components to storytelling. Yeah, huge. And if you don't watch, and that goes to the the actors and the actresses, of course, Oh yeah.
1: because their facial expression, plus the more I learn about the language, the more I understand how... The
0: contextual aspects of it.
1: The contextual aspects are very important to understanding the what's going on in the language right and the facial expressions tell you a lot about what's going intonation tells you a lot about what's going on it's it's a um doesn't seem to have a lot of words it seems to have a lot of different ways of saying a certain amount of words
0: the Such same word, fascinating words language.
1: But yeah, like <laughs> yeah, you have like, you
0: have this yeah. limited bank yeah. of words that means so many things. Yeah, yeah uh, for it's sure. Fascinating like, to
1: me. Tell me about tea, but never mind. I won't even go there. Go
0: da- yeah. go down that route.
1: Uh, you know, because okay, is that tea? No, that can't. In that context, it cannot possibly mean tea. So what? <laughs> does... Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. And that word no but i thought the word for that was this no 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 but sometimes
0: in the context <laughs> oh God. Of using it,
1: this is the word you use for car for heaven's sakes
0: oh wow okay yeah, i right.
1: get it yeah and it doesn't doesn't seem to be but it seems to have to do with the construction of the sentences right. and how things are put like because i'm still having trouble I still have trouble with word order, for example. Right. Because I'm going, okay, yeah, but just like five things ago, you put that after. Why are you putting it in front of when it translates exactly the same in English?
0: Damn. Okay, I get where this gets gets real complicating real fast.
1: So it can get, this is why, as I said, that student who had the Korean girlfriend said, she said that it was probably almost impossible if you didn't learn korean as a, child,
0: as a child to ever become fluent
1: become fluent and that i was wondering about this guy who i've got picked up a book and it's it's a it's some um, oh it's about from the 17th century it's yeah. a novel um with huge buddhist themes apparently nice but it's it's one of the key And I think when I finish reading it, I'm going to understand an awful lot more about the stuff that we watch.
0: Right. Um,
1: But it's um, this guy with a German first name and last name and everything else who's done all of this translating. And I've read all the stuff about the translations and the difficulties and stuff like that. And it wasn't until later, like, because I'm going, okay, so how come he's translating all of this into Korean? Well, his mother was Korean. Oh, okay. So oh, he learned Korean. His father, of course, right was from
0: German. Uh, yeah. His father was German, but he learned it right from when he was a kid. Yeah. So okay.
1: Yeah. So therefore, it makes sense, and that must be the situation because I'm just um, I have another academic book, and um, it too, it's the same. Whoever translated it knew what they were doing.
0: See, and that's and, the thing about English. You know, is it a messy as hell language? Yeah, it's a messy as hell language. But at the end of the day, if you just, you know, if you're willing to put in the effort of learning all the words, yeah. you can become fluent. <laughs> there really isn't that much, well, how did you say the word changing things, meanings?
1: Yeah, but here's here's the thing. Like, I'm going through um, uh, charts with one of my students. She's, but I don't know, why would you use gradually or, like, these different words? You know, yeah. Wh- yeah. why... You know, when I tell her, well, no, you could use drop here or a sharp drop here, but a drop here,
0: but here it's better to use decrease. Well, why? <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> and that's, you know. Yeah. You just have to. I, and that's the thing. You just have to memorize these quirky little rules that English is well, entirely it's, made up. It's, of. But it does have to do sort of with context. Yep.
1: You know, and you have to learn it. Well, but- I know
0: people, like, do you know how many people I've explained that less is for things you can't, you can, uh, you can't count and fewer is for things you can count? <laughs> like, that's true. Like If you look in a room, like, let's say a room has, uh, you know, has flooded. You say, I want there to be less water in this room. But let's say a room is full of giant bottles of water. You say, I want there to be fewer bottles of water in this room. In both cases, you're talking about there being too much water in a room, but you can count bottles of water. You can't count a pool of water. Yes. (laughs) And that's the difference between less and fewer. And it's like, I meet people, I I know people who are adults who I've had to explain that to because... English is a weird language that way.
1: Yeah, and it's what I explained. And this goes to why it should have been important to teach grammar and things. Because I do try and explain to my students. I said, you seem to think that somehow or another English is easy for me because I grew (laughs) up speaking it. I said, that's not the case. I said, we did at least an hour of grammar every friggin' day in elementary school. Yep. I said much less high school art this english. was
0: hard learned
1: stuff it's hard learned english and not you make mistakes and they have to be corrected and it it's it is difficult but it's not the same kind of difficult because you've got words and it's why when you use the wrong words people still know why because yeah. or the context you it would be better to use x But they've used "why," Yes. And everybody still understands it. So you don't ever have to become, unless you want to be an academic.
0: You don't have to constantly, you know, use the correct words. But uh, having that foundation of knowing all the correct words definitely speeds things along.
1: Yeah. And it would help, too. The the other problem is that you need to study translation. Well, yeah. Because uh, there's a textbook that I would... Gladly used for my ancient Near East courses and my ancient Rome courses, but particularly the ancient Near East courses. But the two authors, yeah, much though they may be, um, translated it themselves. Gotcha. And there are mistakes. And I have told Oxford this, and I have not used the book since, because I cannot spend time explaining these mistakes <laughs> to my students. And my students... I had them the first time I used it. Finally, I just said, look, as you're reading, if you think something's a mistake, mark it and tell me. Yeah. And I'm going, but I told Oxford, I said, look, I'm not the copy editor. You want to pay me to copy edit
0: (laughs) Your book? Sure, we can talk about that. But no, like I'm not using a book that has these errors in it because the whole point here is to teach them the right things. Yeah, even even when the content basically is
1: correct, but every now and then there's... Because of the way the words are set, it gives the wrong impression to the students, and so you have to correct
0: right.
1: that they're going to get from what they're reading. Uh, it 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 is it is complicated, but that's not why we're here. We're here to no talk no
0: about- we're here to talk about oh. criminal minds. But no, this is oh. the kind of fascinating digression. I hope people have used learned to expect
1: <laughs> But what happens? And we talk about this all the time. But what happens? Like as with the criminal minds, you know, and as I as I said. Yeah. Okay. I, I. I. at least will have, uh, what five from twelve. So I've got a seven months to prepare myself. Because <laughs> yes. you never know, Paramount might put it off until.
0: Oh yeah, until the new year know, or something. We don't. Or know. Something, you know. Well, there's I mean, no sweeps, you know, but it's about. Well, no. If there's no sweeps in streaming, but there is the question of what is being released around the same time. Yeah. Like, do I, you want to no, like? Because with a show like Criminal Minds, you want its return to be big news. Big, And big so, yeah, you want to make sure it's not, there's no other shows in its way.
1: And but, you want you know.
0: to be able to promote it a hell of a lot. Oh, absolutely. So that people will then buy into Paramount streaming. Yep, you, you want them to be, you want to have, like, a good couple of months run-up of people, like, doing press about the return of Criminal Minds. And writing and that's a good lists question. That- Will they And and writing lists for BuzzFeed. Uh, You're absolutely right. Which you're about to talk about in a second. Uh, But it's interesting, right? Because you think about it, we're, you know, very close to Criminal Minds coming back. And Criminal Minds was, we've talked about this, a show that was only ever promoted on daytime television. Yeah. Because it was thought of, and I know this is going to sound crazy and old-timey sexist, but this is what they thought, as mostly a show that women watched. And so they assume women are the people watching daytime television, you know, so they promote it on daytime television because it's a women's show first and foremost. And I know it seems crazy to think of Criminal Minds as a women's show, but it's true. Like that is how the, that is what the marketing says that women love crime stories, especially, you know, true crime influence stories uh, more than men do. Uh, I know that that's that's that is the demographic. That is what it has always taught them, and that's why you know you never see Derek Moore. I was about to say Derek Morgan, Shamar Moore, on a on a Jimmy Kimmel show talking about uh, Criminal Minds, but he goes on Ellen to talk about Criminal <coughs> Minds because that's who they believe Criminal Minds' audience is. And who am I to disagree with their demographic studies? You know. I don't think they're wrong. I don't. I haven't looked at the studies, but that is the belief. And my question is, now that it is widely known that Criminal Minds is the biggest thing in streaming, was the number one show in streaming for 2001, are they going to try and push it out of that preconceived audience when it comes back? Like, are they going to try to pitch Criminal Minds just to the people they always pitched it to? Or are they going to say, let's... Let's push Criminal Minds out there for everybody, you know, because Joe Montagna went on Colbert for the last season, right? And so, are we going to have this kind of giant media push in December where we get everybody going out to the various shows and trying to convince people to take a shot at, uh, you know, at watching New Criminal Minds? I sincerely hope so. I think that would be fantastic, but I guess we're going to have to wait and see. Yeah, if they watch New Criminal Minds, they'll then go back and watch Old Criminal Minds. Exactly, and it will become—it has a chance to become a perennial of streaming. And then we may may get even a bigger audience. I don't know.
1: How are your numbers on the blog?
0: I should check. <laughs> I haven't checked that in years. Are you kidding me?
1: Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I finished I
0: writing. I finished writing all of the Criminal Minds reviews on Vargalon.com, and I'm like, well, goodbye to that. <laughs> Yeah. I got other stuff to do. I like I, I began the job and I finished the job. And now I've got 10 more posts to write. <laughs> or 12 or 13, however much it ends up being.
1: Yeah, that's how we felt about the podcast. Yeah. yeah now you, they, uh, they pull us back in.
0: Had, one day we had 721 downloads. Yeah, people are kissed. People are still watching it. And so people want to hear people talk about it. I know it's crazy. And it's like, uh, to our audience, I know we are uh, digress a lot. That is our character prime characteristic, <laughs> and I just want to say, digression show. It really is. Uh, I just want to say, as always, thank you for putting up with us, and B, we're sorry that we are your only option for a Criminal Minds podcast. Uh, although honestly, <laughs> okay. if they're smart, they're going to put us out of business by the end of the year and do one of those official show podcasts to promote the return of Criminal Minds. Yeah, but I don't think that's that's not us. That's what I just said. They're going to put yeah. us out of business. I don't yeah, know I, if I'm, they'll put us out of business. Well, I think people, if they have to choose between listening to the two of us and listening to the cast of Criminal Minds talk about Criminal Minds, are probably going to pick the cast of Criminal Minds talking about Criminal
1: Minds. Oh, yeah, but that's not going to last forever. They're well, not no, going to.
0: We'll do- still be here even after they've left. You're absolutely right.
1: No, we, no. And you have to understand that what we did, I mean, we've never marketed it. That's true. You know, we've never marketed it. We don't ask for any money.
0: Yep. It's
1: just a work. It is of,
0: not a. It is not a financial concern. You're absolutely right. It is just. Yeah. It is just the ultimate criminal minds fans. Well, academics talking about criminal minds. <laughs> We're really more academics than we are fans.
1: Academics, much,
0: Yeah. We haven't written a book about it yet. Mm. Yeah, uh, we anyway. keep talking about it like that's you know. We're Thanks. both very busy people. Yeah. And we this would. Was uh, crazy. It, it is a situation in which if we wanted to write a book, we would need someone to hire us to write a book to justify the time to do it. <laughs> it would take to do it. But yeah, yeah, it's it's still a fascinating thing, though. All right, so we, of course, are not the only people who are mega fans of Criminal Minds and like talking about Criminal Minds. No, plenty of websites do as well. So we're, now we're going to talk about two lists. Well, a list we came across and an article we came across because I found... One of them indicative of a mindset that I find concerning. And the other one being like, uh, just how low grade can this Criminal Minds content get? (laughs) And I know it sounds like I'm just here to be mean, but I just, I want to talk about both of them for very different reasons. All right. And so the first one is, of course, we all know Spencer Reed's not coming back. None of us are happy about the fact that Spencer Reed isn't coming back, okay? And as, as everyone says, you know, there's still time for him to come back. There's still time for him to change his mind. And I'm sure that's true. Like, the show is still being written right now. Like, if, if Matt Goobler said tomorrow, uh, I can come back for three episodes, I can guarantee you they will figure out a way to write him into three episodes of the show. And here is the issue I have with the suggestion we're getting out of this Screen Rant article. And by the way, um, here on uh, Podbean, on the show page, we're going to have links to the articles. So you can read them if you want to yourself. Just so it's clear we're not mischaracterizing things. <sighs>
1: this so I'm just
0: going to tell people what the article is because, you oh, know, it's well, no, no reason for me to keep getting upset without people telling you. The pitch of this Screen Rant article is what if the reason he's not in most of the season is because Spencer Reed is the killer in season 16? Yeah. And it I is hard for me to express what a bad idea I think this is.
1: Well, I also, like, it doesn't, I read the thing and went, but it really doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. And I don't know whose darkest theory
0: this is about Reed. Well, like, no, I like think it, there it, are people in the fan community who have seen, you know, how dark Reed got back in season, you know, uh, 12, right? How rough things got for Reed. Okay. And thought, what if they really dug in on that? They, they looked at the way they abandoned the drug addict stuff. They looked at the way they abandoned... Mm-hmm. Like, the stuff he did in season 12, because remember what he did in prison? Yeah. In season 12. And then they just shy away from that when he took half of season 14 off. They touched on a little in season 13, and then he's not in a bunch of season 13 and season 14, so it's like they never got a chance to explore it, and I think a lot of the fans would have liked to really explore and dig into that. See what I'm saying?
1: well we have talked a bit about i i like we well, have talked a, like like there's a whole bunch of things about spencer reed that assumptions are wrong about yeah based on our analysis of yes. character and he is the most consistent character
0: from beginning to end. Well, and, and we always talk about, like, he's a frustrating character, but he's not inconsistent. No, and
1: here here's the thing. I mean, I would still go back to um, your theory yeah. that What's-Her-Face is actually a serial killer.
0: Or has the potential to become one. Yeah, it has the potential, yeah. you know, and, and... Tara Lewis. Yeah, 100%. Tara Lewis. That's, Gray, that's your way in.
1: Yeah, Matthew Gray Googler, I mean, Spencer Reed as a yeah. character doesn't have what it takes to be a serial killer.
0: No. Now, yes, to be fair,
1: side, he has like, a I very
0: think, dark side.
1: Yeah, but that's a whole other thing, right? Yeah. Because and part of it is that doesn't, while well, there might be some sexual dysmorphia dys- dysmorphia but there's you know but that has already been shown to be i mean we still don't know by the end of criminal minds after 15 years whether he's ever gotten laid I
0: know. it's kind of crazy right yeah he's never really had a uh, an actual adult relationship
1: physical relationship with that we either know a of. man or a woman, I would have preferred that he was gay. Yeah, just do something or that with him. He was asexual, or that like do something with this character? The rest of them have. Oh, now, all of maybe, them, Yeah. Maybe you can say that that is left up to mystery. So therefore, everybody. But I don't think that's what's behind it. Um, I
0: don't think they thought it through. I mean, the writing room never thought through anything as we've (laughs) we've long talked about. Well, or Uh, the time, and to be fair, in their defense, the few times they tried to get something going, they would be waved off, Mm -hmm. you know, with his famous addiction to, uh, well, heroin. You know, they (laughs) were always very coy about what he was addicted to.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's funny. There is a, there was an other article. Just about yeah. drug addiction and why they didn't do the didn't uh, go all the way with it. Yeah, uh, didn't go all the way with it, and I'm going and and they use well dilaudid rather than saying heroin. Like it's yeah. just <laughs> come on,
0: come on, guys. Oh, so so it's so it's a chemically branded version of heroin. Thanks. And as I, as I said when we were talking about all of that, right?
1: Yeah. That um. That uh. You know, I mean, uh, that's what I had after my, after I delivered you, actually. Oh. <laughs> um, and intense uh, stuff. Very well know what it is, is very, because it would be, have been a very, very small amount. Right. Because they use it for delivery. And very, very small amount. So you feel very, um very relaxed and de-stressed it did that is what if I was to explain the feeling after delivery and I delivered naturally
0: right um
1: it is just that you have this the edge because I could suddenly con- you're
0: not bothered by anything
1: no it it just is an edge because you still feel sort of the pain but any kind of anxiety that sometimes comes with the pain of childbirth. Um,
0: Has been know, stripped away.
1: Yeah, it's kind of stripped away. It's a very strange thing. And it's not addictive. And it's not anything like that. It's just useful.
0: Fascinating.
1: Um, but for him, of course, the Dilaudid was given to him. The heroin was given to him. To take away all of his, his pain and agony, all of the things that he's been keeping down.
0: Yeah. Well, and the that's power. the thing. It's like, he, this is a man who is tortured. Yes. Right? By all of the stuff of his childhood. And, like, he can't escape from it. And the drugs, as you say, just strip all of that worry away and all of that PTSD away. And there's, there's better ways to deal with it than drugs. But you see how, how he would see it as a solution briefly.
1: Well, I will tell, tell you, like, i I looking at this article, and I'm just going, well, first of all, they can't think that it's him if he never comes back. Like, yeah. this is ridiculous, you know, because well, no, they no, have no. to catch, I, the, bad yeah, the, have to catch it, the bad guy You know, by the end of 10. So if he's never coming back, that's not going to... I
0: think implicit in the article's suggestion is that he just, like, come back for the last two episodes or something.
1: Well, well no, this person just is holding out hope. Hope somehow or another that they're going to be able to get him back. Yeah, yeah. Right? And um it 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 it's criminal minds never confirmed if Reed. No, he didn't. No, well, no, he didn't. And the autistic about? spectrum thing. No, I mean this is all the things that the article was saying. Oh yes. Criminal minds yeah. Never confirmed if, if Reed had paranoid schizophrenia. Well, no, he didn't. He couldn't possibly have had it.
0: No, paranoid schizophrenia would have come up at some point, given you know, if he he had it, given what he went through on that show. Yeah, we would have seen the paranoid schizophrenia. He does not have what his mother has. By the end of the show, the man is pushing forty, and he has had no actual symptoms of paranoid schizophrenia. Yeah, he has had the he had those he's had a drug addiction. He has had nightmarish, uncontrollable psychosomatic migraines. Yep. Right? And that was, wow. that was an interesting arc that just disappeared. Yep. You know? Which this author does not talk about. Yeah, no, the psychosomatic migraines were very interesting. Yeah. Because, again, he's, uh, he is so haunted by his childhood with his mentally damaged mother that he sees her fate as inevitable for him. But yeah. from a genetic standpoint, he just doesn't have what she has. No, as the doc, he, as the doctor keeps trying to tell him, no. And that's the fascinating part about the character, and why I find the character so compelling. And it's like, are you so desperate to live out this doomed fantasy of yours that you're going to give yourself the disorder you thought you should have, you think you deserve to have? Yeah.
1: Well, and, and the thing is, but you can't because no, it's. Of course. It yeah. is. Such a specific type of disorder—it's really hard to give yourself paranoid. Well, of course, of course, it is. And but you
0: can it. give yourself, you know, severe migraines and a, you know, a phantom physical agony. Yeah, and they never they, separates they, you from everyone and makes you hide away in a dark room. Yeah. Oh, uh, what? And you know what? Now I'm just thinking about. What we always say, which is, "Oh my God, how good was it would a Spencer Reed t v show be, yeah, like but, about Spencer Reed like trying to figure out who he is after his mother dies, yeah, you know
1: well, I'll tell you, you oh. know, but even even this person, you know it says it me he's lost that he's left the bureau, so therefore he's lost his family, no, because he's not gone far away. no, he's, he's teaching you see these people anymore, yeah. You know, you know, being alone with no support could lead him down a dark path resulting in him becoming a serial killer. Well, no, it's too late. Now, it's also too late at 40 to become a serial killer.
0: It is. Like this would have come up by now. Now, to be fair, there is one thing that the guy doesn't uh mention in the article, right? Uh, we don't even know if it's male or female. Do we Oh, you're right. We don't I didn't actually check. You're Anna, right. I shouldn't say guy. Oh, no. Nah. No, no. This Anna, A N A Du Oh, yeah, so she. But you know what? I'm going to go stick with they cuz I don't know their pronouns. It didn't yes, say in the article. Use they. I just did use they. Yes. Uh but anyway, the point is, uh the we don't know what they were thinking, but they really missed out something big, which is the two times that uh Spencer Reed talked someone into killing themselves. Yeah. Like He's already dabbled in this in the show, and you guys are forgetting it. But he's on two different occasions he talked someone into killing themselves, like or, that's, trying, to kill or themselves. trying to kill themselves. You yeah. know, one hundred percent. He did that twice, yeah. and it's worth remembering that he did that twice. Yeah, and that could be,
1: that that could be a sign of extreme cruelty. Yeah. But, but
0: this idea of being a sexual serial killer. No, there's no because, way. No. And honestly, 100%, if you watch the Anton Yelchin episode closely, which I think we did, there's no other way to re- uh, read what uh, he read what he did than I am trying to spare this kid the life of suffering that I've had.
1: Yeah, and that's, I think that that's what the issue is, right? It is the suffering that he's Gone, that he will not face, and with the Anton Reed s- section, yeah, Elchin section, right? It yep. the problem. The problem was that Reed is just denying the, you know, so much about himself.
0: He thinks he can't be helped, so he tells Anton, yeah. "You can't be helped." Yeah, which is crazy. It is crazy, <laughs> but he sees his mother. Like, who spent his entire childhood getting worse and worse and worse, and you know, tormenting both herself and him, just getting worse, never getting better, no matter how much treatment she got. And so she thinks that's the only way it can be. Sorry, he thinks that's the only way it can be, but it isn't. No, and that, it's a that's, fascinating episode, the Elson the episode.
1: But he also finds out by the end of season 15 yeah. that he has other options. Yep. And that 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 is why this article ultimately doesn't misses the point of what the show was doing. What the show was doing. And at the end he's got other options. He can he now feels strong enough to walk out of the BAU. Yep. Um and and he can still maintain friendships.
0: Yep. He's potentially got a girlfriend, finally. He's healthier at the end of the show than at any other point in the show. Yeah. Like they they did a good job in that one aspect of it, you know? Yeah. Of the sign off of the off ramp for the character. Like he really does seem like he has a chance at being healthy. And yeah. that's why he had to leave. Yeah, and and that's why
1: he had to leave and that's why he's not coming back to it because he's healthier and he yeah. knows to go back to it would be just destructive.
0: Oh, absolutely. And you that's know, you got the as, you got the Will as, Graham thing happening. Yeah. It's not, it, yes. Look what happened to Will when he went back to it. Yep. Yeah. Will was plunging yeah. off a cliff with Hannibal. Yeah. Spoiler you know. alert for the last episode of Hannibal, I guess.
1: Yeah. And and I, I would say with Matthew great. It, it may be the case of Matthew Gray Googler, too. He's yeah. found a healthier way to
0: exist. Maybe. <laughs> Right. I don't want to start talking about the actor here because we don't know what the actor's feelings about coming Back to Criminal lines is. That said, no, in the... Seems uh
1: seems to indicate he's not coming back.
0: Yeah, but I'm saying we don't... I'm not going to start speculating about why, why he wants to move on. Like, because I haven't read an interview with him. I haven't done anything. Like, I'm not going to start... I mean, we can psychoanalyze the character all we want. Yeah. We sure as hell aren't going to start psychoanalyzing an well, actor. No, no, I
1: wouldn't psychoanalyze. All I know is that all the things he's done since... He's it yep. seems to be thoroughly enjoying himself. Oh, so, yeah.
0: He seems to be uh, having a great time. And he's got more money than God now. You'd have to imagine he's got enough to retire on after 15 years of being Spencer Reed, as long as he hasn't been, you know, blowing it all on frivolous things and having bad investments.
1: <laughs> you
0: know. hey, hey, you know what? Red Fox thought he had enough money to last the rest of his life when Sanford and Son wrapped. You know, bad investments can take anybody down.
1: Yeah, well, yes, well, and bad managers and the rest exactly, of it. Exactly,
0: that's my point. But we if never, things had been happening like that, I'm sure we would have heard that. sure would have come up in the gossip. So yeah, like, I, I just think that given the amazing arc this character had, and given what a good place they ended up the character, yeah, turning him into just another one of the show's killers... While you might that, uh, find that satisfying for some reason, I don't know who would find that I satisfying. Don't, yeah,
1: who would find that? <laughs> yeah,
0: who would find well, that satisfying? Add <laughs> Logs, it's they just find the it. wrong thing to do for the character, especially when you got Tara Reed right there. Tara Reed, oh my God, uh, Tara. <laughs> <laughs> so embarrassing, <laughs> Tara Lewis right there. <laughs> Tara Lewis is right there. Like such, I mean, right from the start. In her first few episodes, she is so clearly their fictionalized version of the guy that they actually had in Outfoxed. Like the real life guy who, the academic who found out he's a psychopath. Yeah. Right? Who just doesn't react normally to things. Who doesn't, who fails to empathize whenever he tries. And yeah. it's like, and has, finds it difficult to get through life because... You know, he has to constantly have his wife remind him to feel things. Or at least pretend to feel things. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You don't have to feel, but you have to put in the work. Yeah. (laughs) And that's what's going on. That's what's so obviously what's going on with Tara Lewis in those first five episodes she's in. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm not going to disagree with you at all. It is just the reaction, how callous she is about killing people. So it had- means nothing to her. Yeah.
1: And you would have thought when she went to her debrief, which they all have to do, that yep. somebody should have picked that one up. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's not having a problem with this at
0: all. Yeah. Doesn't bother in the least that she just shot a guy in the face. For the first time. <laughs> For the first time. And then in a later episode, like two episodes later, shoots a guy in the back of the head when he's no threat to anyone. The guy in the car, remember? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, he's not a threat to anybody. No, he's in no. a car. Or they're in a junkyard. He can't do anything. He can't get away. Shoot yeah. out the wheels. No, she shoots him in the back of the head. What they Doesn't should bother be- her a bit is is what 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 they should uh, she
1: she should become um, Amber. Um, Amber, oh, the hit woman. Ah, <laughs> uh. you know the lo- <laughs> the woman that. Oh, you know, what the hell? That in in She'll the last season they had the oh. whole episode in the dancing in the state. Oh
0: right, yes, 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 yes. Reed's paramour, yes. Yes. Yeah, the character whose name I never remember.
1: Yeah. But anyway, yeah, you know, I mean I, I can think all sorts of other things to do, but yeah, you know, I, I think that what this person see this the one thing I will say about this article is yeah. that this person desperately wants Matthew Gray Googler to come back. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And they want to and see just... Matthew Gray Googler. They want to see Spencer Reed again. And if this is the only way we get to see Spencer Reed, then... then
0: that's fine. Enough. That's fine by them. <laughs>
1: that's fine by them. Yeah, they're just so <laughs>
0: desperate for more Spencer Reed that they're willing to take it in. Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, you know, like... That's I obviously read, what's I, happening here.
1: You know, because if I you read the line, right... But having Reed be a suspect would be a nifty way to incorporate him into the narrative without having to compel Goobler to regularly be on the set. Only
0: <laughs> Yeah, you're right. They're just trying funny. to negotiate a way to get Matt Goobler back for a couple of weeks. Even if it completely blows up the show. And everything they were trying to do with that character for all those years. Yeah, yeah. And They're just so that, that, desperate to get Matt Goobler back. You
1: can imagine
0: what we would be saying. Oh my god, yeah. Like that that would piss us off like very few other developments. <laughs> like abandoning all the interesting things you could do with Matt Goobler and that character just to have him be the killer one time. No. Oh god, guess and what? if you could get oh my god, imagine what you could do if you had um You know, you could have the ghost of his mother talking to him. Yeah. (laughs) You could have the ghost of his mother talking to him. If you could convince him that it was good television, you could have the ghost of Gideon talking to him. (laughs) That'd be something, wouldn't it? Like, actually, him having to, like, him actually having to, like, uh, cope with the idea that, you know, Jason Gideon had always been using him. You know, that has used him the same way that uh, Jack Crawford uses Will Graham and Hannibal. That it's like that he saw someone with the potential to do good in this field he was obsessed with. And he didn't really stop to think about what that would do to this fragile guy's mind. Like what what the result, what the resulting effect on Spencer Reed would be. I, I mean, and of course you'd have to do that in a dream sequence, because Jason Kiddian's dead, but that would make for, for some amazing television. Him, you know, like, him actually allowing himself to be angry at his, uh, uh, what do you call it? At his, his surrogate father and his real mother? Oh, also, I mean, I know this is the obvious way to go, you, you want to give him some, like, half-brothers or sisters? Yeah. Of course like that that's just an obvious way to take this now give give make there be other reads out there like uh, with the vision of what a normal family could have been yeah, you know that would that and, would be
1: actually really interesting because we didn't talk about that part of it, yeah or I mean yeah, I mean that one of the ch- children is is very much like him. And that means that he's more like his father than he realized, Then yeah. he realizes, because then clearly the genetic
0: not just the mother's genes, like yeah. responsible for all of his personality. Cause he is, you know, purposefully excised his father from his life. Yeah. And, and yeah, his father shouldn't have run out. Yeah. Absolutely. But he was in what he believed was an impossible situation and, given what we know about, you know, he was in an impossible situation. Like, there's so many interesting things you could do with Spencer Reed. And as long as they don't turn him into a serial killer or kill him off, there's always some chance that at some point in the future, Matt Goobler is going to decide he wants to tell that story with that character. Like, this is, a, this is the kind of character who could come back in 10 years and do one of those follow-ups, like the Karate Kid show you know, and say something meaningful about the kind of person he is and the abuse he suffered and how he cobbled his life together and how to deal with and live with PTSD. Like, there's so many interesting things you could do with Spencer Reed. And I just feel that making him be a murderer is the least interesting thing you could do with the character. Yeah.
1: Well, what's what's interesting... Oh, by the way, this person seems to write... Criminal Minds stuff for Screen Rant. Oh, okay. Because this other one on the uh, addiction is also by this woman. The same person. Okay,
0: and, so they are the, like, the, the Criminal Minds correspondent.
1: Yes. And, um, <sighs> you know, the, the funny thing is, right, doesn't understand that. It, it's so funny, right, because they don't mention like, we said something about, you know, how quickly they dropped the addiction thing, right? Yeah. But we also, I mean, this person is talking about it and doesn't say, yeah, but he went to NA. Yeah, now, he did. We complained that he, that we never saw him going to NA again, but there is no reason to think that he didn't continue going to NA.
0: Yeah, you know, that... that. Well, in- the only reason to think that he didn't continue is Spencer Reed famously hating therapy. But N.A. No. might be far enough away from therapy that he could, you know, suck it up and go.
1: Yeah, but it... it well, and just remember that it's... um That uh, those of you who have watched Elementary, our Sherlock goes to N.A. meetings. Yep. And has dropped them periodically,
0: and then had to go back and yeah, you can them. do it with that kind of a character. You can have yeah. them get help and get support. And, you
1: know now they make it more of a focus because we all knew about Sherlock Holmes's cocaine drug addiction, addiction. yeah, doesn't have to be, but here's the f- the funny thing, right is that the assumption that just because he had had this addiction problem and they did they did know about it. Uh, then why does this person decide that somehow or another he would have lost his job and everything else? That's the assumption about why they dropped the drug addiction. I don't think that's it. I think that it just, it, it would have taken up a lot of room um, Yeah. to have followed up. That's if there's anything we've been A saying, lot of
0: air would have been sucked up by a story about him getting yeah. over his drug addiction.
1: Yeah, and, 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 it's, and, it's, and the show is not that. It is a one-hour procedural.
0: Yeah, with a way-too-big cast. Because the thing is, if you didn't have eight cast members to service... Yeah. Uh, ...you would have room to do that, because Elementary does it. It does do a weekly crime and it still have time four. to talk about his drug addiction.
1: No, but that's because it's got four main characters.
0: Exactly. You've got half the main characters and suddenly you've got the room to tell character stories every episode as well as do a crime. Whereas yeah. on Criminal Minds, because you've got to service eight characters, every character might get one focus episode a year. Yeah. Rather than it being seamlessly put in the way it, you know, it should have been. But anyway, we're, we're not going to get into a conversation about how Criminal Minds should have been structured this whole time. There's, there's no point to that. Uh, but it is is—it is. And we've already noting. done it. Exactly. Turns out we've actually done that like 300 times. Jeez.
1: <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, every two.
0: Uh, you know, we did three episodes a week, Six so three it's episodes. not 300 times. But I'm saying we did that with like every episode. We criticized yeah. structure every time. So, you know, is that, that ain't a new thing for us. All right. Uh, although there is one hilarious thing at the start of the article. I'm like, are you? You're supposed to be their Criminal Minds expert, right? Because they're like, by the end of the show, the only people that had been there the whole time were J.J. and uh, Spencer Reed. And I'm like, uh, Penelope Garcia? How are you forgetting Penelope Garcia? Pen- Penelope Garcia, who was also there for the entire run of the show. Yes. And, and I can't stress this enough, Like both J.J. and um, Reed Took extended hiatuses from the show. Yes. That she, that Penelope Garcia didn't. Never. Like, am I wrong here? Or is she the only credited actor to be in every episode of the show? I would think so. Yeah, I think she's the only one who's in every episode. Like I would have to check to make sure, but I'm, I'm pretty sure she's the only one to be in every episode.
1: And she managed to be in uh,
0: Beyond Borders. Ugh. Yeah, but the less we talk about Beyond Borders, the better. Like, we're not here to get mad, okay? No,
1: no, 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 no. So, you That's know, I mean, I, I, as I said, I think that this person is probably just desperate to have Spencer so Reed. So
0: desperate, now. yeah, you're right. That they will take it in any way they can get it. Yeah. More Spencer Reed, they're not care. They're not that particular about how they get more Spencer Reed.
1: Yeah, but I can't, I, I, I mean, I would not want...
0: I, it's I just would've... not... The right thing for the character. What
1: we're going to find out is that he's done something or he's gotten married or he's living in Europe now. Yeah.
0: You know, I mean, I can see him having moved to Germany or to something like that. Yeah. yeah. You know, anywhere where he can focus on his work.
1: Yeah. Where he can focus
0: on his work, where he's. And, you know, get his head away from all of the awfulness he surrounded himself with for his entire life. Yeah. As he's becoming healthier. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, like, there's such a, there's such a beautiful thing to it. It's like, you don't have to live the life that your mother groomed you for since you were a child.
1: Yeah. And, you know, and I mean, that, that is, that is the way you do it. You know, it it is just, he has become healthy and he doesn't need all of this anymore and he doesn't want it. He's never wanted it. Nope. he just didn't think he could escape it
0: well and i mean that's why i always go back to the leopold and lobe uh slash uh the leopold and lobe slash zodiac killer themed episode about the copycat kids yeah right and how it's like they have that moment of realization for him in that episode which is i could be doing something more important with my life And then at the end of the episode, he gets the facile, but this is the most important job, blah, 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 blah. But as we learned, when he went to jail for a season, when he took extended leaves of absence to deal with his mother, blah, 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 all those crimes still got solved. Yep. He was not indispensable. He never had been indispensable.
1: Whereas this person wants to say that he wasn't, that's why he didn't. They didn't follow with the, the drug thing and the rest of it just
0: because Yeah, because the this. team never could have figured out how to work without him. They did, though. They did, there's, though. There's something in the neighborhood of, like, 20 episodes that Spencer Reed isn't in. And, I mean, I don't even know if I'm counting the times he went to jail, but there's at least 20 episodes that he's not helping solve the crime, and the crime still gets solved. Yeah. So, So there what? you go. It's, so it's
1: really like, Garcia, as we
0: have always said, it's really yeah. Garcia who solves all these crimes. All the crimes. In the same way that every episode of Castle, is, the crime is solved by Ryan showing up and saying, yeah, I actually did legwork and I found out, you know, all of the yeah. evidence you need to go and investigate. <laughs> they never do any legwork. It is always Ryan doing the legwork. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it's uh, it's kind of funny. Well, and in know, the same way, so- Penelope oh. Reed does all of it. Okay, I have to tell you a funny story.
1: I have Instagram. Only, and like, I follow, like, two, three people on Instagram. Right. So that's all. And right. and it's all family related. So, okay, that's fine. Um, so the other day, Nathan Fillion came up. And I thought, oh, well, maybe I'll just follow Nathan Fillion. I like Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion's the best. Right.
0: Well, He's from Alberta, I, I followed, and he's funny as hell.
1: I unfollowed within 10 minutes because all it was was beep, beep, beep. There was something else coming up. Oh, yeah,
0: because he constantly,
1: yeah. (laughs) And and I'm just going, I'm sorry, Nathan, but I really don't care about this.
0: That much, yeah. He he doesn't post a lot. You're absolutely right. It
1: was just a constant post. I mean, I could have, you know, turned off the Instagram, whatever
0: notifications no, so you're like no i just i just can't take constant
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> i don't know how people do it this is why they're addicted because it constantly people yeah. get the it attracts data. your it
0: is a constant flood of new data for yeah. you to engage with
1: absolutely yeah. i get it that that's why it becomes and i'm going but i don't want so how is dr strange the new one going to be
0: Okay, you've gone pretty far afield from what we're talking about. Well, that's because... now you're talking about Doctor Strange.
1: No, no, excuse me. That's because there's an ad, of course, for the new movie.
0: Well, of course there's an ad for the movie. It came out this weekend. Yeah, and it's Focus up, and let's move on to the second thing, which we're not going to talk about as long... Oh, long, because it's just pretty funny. Uh, Someone did a list (laughs) ranking all of the Criminal Minds characters. Well... And in that list... Missed half of the Criminal Minds characters.
1: I ranked the Criminal Minds characters from worst to best, and she—this she, is a she. Stephanie with an I.E. is a she, yeah. and yes. there's a picture.
0: There's a so picture. Okay.
1: She. Um, and she only does nine. <laughs> she only does nine characters. Like um, you oh, missed she, a ton. Yes. Speaking of Instagram. It's entertaining, amazing, show-stopping, and always a great show for background noise while you scroll through Instagram.
0: <laughs> That's how people are engaging with fiction these days. Oh. If, any, if any writer thinks anyone is ever going to pay attention to the thing you write, no. The best you can hope for, unless you're working in video games where people actually have to, you know, play the game, the best you can hope for is someone listening to your TV show while scrolling through Instagram. (laughs) Or, you know, having your audio book on in their headphones while they scroll through Instagram. That's just how fiction works now, and the faster we accept that and try to deal with it, the better. Oh, Instagram. You think think I believe people are paying really close attention to us and not just listening while they do their laundry? They're listening while they do their laundry. And there's nothing wrong with that.
1: Well, that's the point. We had one person who... Who during the COVID was still working and listened to us all the time, yeah. while well while, while working, of course, because
0: of course, you know because, they're all alone now. It's COVID.
1: Yeah, you know, and and it was it was um, and it was because and like the Sunday shows because they could get caught up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh yeah, when we were doing news updates anyway so yeah um but yeah so read off the the ranking of the characters you have to just please read off the ranking of the characters okay so the worst l greenaway i think that's pretty harsh but i get why you make l the worst i I mean yeah that one i'm going okay jj is the second worst yeah that seems a little crazy yeah. But that's that, uh, that's all that's only cuz she doesn't seem to know Steven exists. Sorry Steven, you were the second worst character.
1: Yeah. And and everybody wants to focus this business
0: of her being in love with Reed. God only knows. I know. Everybody's obsessed with talking about that. And I'm like, you've Why? got this woman who is in and again, it happened completely accidentally, but who is in like, the healthiest relationship yeah. of any cop show ever? Yeah. And you want, like, her crush on Reed to become the, the top-line yeah. part of her story? What is wrong with you people? Yeah, she wasn't in love with Reed. No. She had a sort of a crush they on him. She had an was... infatuation thing when they were, when they started working together. And then that never came to anything. And now they're just best friends. And that's fine. And they did talk about it. Lee, Reed
1: was probably more, but he used, he used this, I, this fantasy idea of J.J. to keep him from having from, other relationships. Exactly. That's all. And it and was never healthy. No. And so, you know, like, I just don't understand that. Okay, seven. Seven. Derek Morgan.
0: <laughs> i put him a little lower. Yeah, yeah. we have uh we have been very open about our feelings about derek morgan on this show maybe we should make that derek morgan is toxic masculinity mug i'll give this
1: yes we really do i will give this you see this person i will give stephanie this also yeah. am i the only one who doesn't like how he sweet talks Pen-
0: penelope me too us too. Obviously, you do not listen to this podcast, or you would know. You would know you're not That's the only horrible. one. That you are, in fact, far from the only one who has a problem with the way he talks to Penelope.
1: But it's so cute. It comes across to me as manipulative and inappropriate.
0: I agree. Yep. It is manipulative and inappropriate. Yep. He is stringing her along for the emotional validation she provides him because he can't commit to a healthy relationship where he would get that normally. Yeah. He, she is his uh, emotional spouse. Yeah. While he goes off and, you know, seduces random women that he dumps almost immediately the minute it can become uh, serious because he has Penelope there to do all of the emotional labor for him. Yep. It's not a healthy relationship. Ever. You're not he's the only a bad one. guy. <laughs> I know that we've been talking about how he's a bad guy forever. And it's like, we know why he's so screwed up about relationships, but he's unwilling to do the work to get healthy. Yeah. Until he knocks his girlfriend up and is just forced to. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Anyway, sex. Only Let's... an accidental pregnancy on one half of that relationship, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guarantee that.
1: I'm sitting. So, did she put pinholes in his condoms? The
0: condoms, or did they just have too many drinks and he forgot to wear a condom? Or eh?
1: you know, yeah, but setting yep. that one up. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Six.
0: Six. Is David Rossi? David Rossi is a complicated guy, and I get why he would be on the lower end of this. Yeah. He is a complicated guy because he is a guy who is, is fascinating because he's such what I love about him is he is such a perfect depiction of John Douglas. Yeah. (laughs) In that he is exactly as lacking in self-awareness as the real guy, John Douglas is like the fictional character has all of the exact real blind spots that John Douglas has.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is, and I, I think it's an accident.
0: Oh, it's completely accidental. They were just like go basing him off what John Douglas says about himself in the book and they never realized that that makes him come across as a monster. Yeah, anyway, right? So- It's Stephanie, a fascinating portrayal completely accidentally. Okay, so Stephanie, okay, I, I understand.
1: She wasn't a fan in the beginning because she missed Gideon.
0: But Everybody must him. like
1: him arrogant yeah. smart and lighthearted at times now you know okay so 6 i might have yeah i don't know
0: jj i mean J- i mean how is jj lower than david rossi well obviously stephanie doesn't like jj jj yeah yeah that's clear all right for next whatever up.
1: reason and if i'm going to say anything well we'll get
0: there <laughs> okay, and then Jason Gideon is five. Oh wow! I would have predicted she would have him higher. I I would just say... based on not liking him because she missed uh, Gideon.
1: Yeah, I, and and it, it's um, I, I, you know, but if that...
0: then again, if Spencer Reed is number one, and obviously I'm assuming Hotch is going to be number two. Then you got to put Jason Gideon somewhere.
1: Yeah, but I, you
0: know, Emily, Emily Prentice three and is three Penelope's four. Two. Okay, so I'm predicting the rest of the list is Hotch's three, Penelope's two, obviously Spencer Reed's number one. What does she say? I'll open it up. What does she say about Emily Prentice? A oh, badass. Oh, no. Oh, no. She thinks Emily's a strong female character. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, 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 you have completely misread Emily Prentice.
1: Emily Prentice is an alcoholic.
0: <laughs> that is the score of who she is. Yep. Like her alcoholism, uh, her undiagnosed and un- almost unacknowledged by the show alcoholism is at the core of this character. Yeah. She, again, uh, it is fascinating the amount of the show that can be like pathologized as like, here's the way that each character avoids getting therapy. Yeah. Like, here's the way each character, here's what each character does to avoid getting therapy. Getting to understand themselves. Getting to, you yeah. <laughs> do so like, what? she drinks. You know, Reed uh, devotes himself entirely to this toxic relationship with his mother. Derek sleeps around. Hotch is a workaholic to the extent that he doesn't have any life other than his job, so he'll never have to think about himself. So he'll never have to risk failing as a father the way his own father failed him. Like, every one of these characters, their main trait is how they avoid dealing with their own crap. Yeah. Other than Gideon. Other than Jason Gideon, who's just, you know, whew. Yes. But he had a lot of crap to deal with. (laughs) He did. Okay, yeah, number three is Hotch. There you go. Hotch is fantastic. I am Um, obsessed with Hotch. Well, of course, we all are. We all, we all love Hotch. And, and the show, I, the show I, just tanked after Hotch. It didn't work without him. Yeah. It just didn't. And, like, there, there's so much tragedy at the core of Hotch, just as a character. Yeah. He is, I, I have made the argument, and I think you agree with me, that he's the second most compelling character after Spencer Reed.
1: I think so. I, I, there's just I think so
0: much so. going on with him. And, and and what if I, oh,
1: never mind. I don't even want to go there because it just, this, this, um, so this, this particular writer, this author, uh, seems to write other things for Buzzfeed. You mentioned that. Uh, so no, no, that was the other one who wrote for Screen Rant. Oh yeah. That was
0: the other one for Screen Rant. Yes.
1: Yeah. Okay. So then it's, she starts this, um, if you read my other post about my love for hot, you'll know I'm super biased. About his (laughs) position on this list. I am obsessed with (laughs) Hodge. But, Uh, no, and and the the thing is, plus swoon is how she says. Uh, Hopefully she watches Dharma and Grape. Yeah.
0: Because then you
1: can really swoon.
0: Yeah. Young, dashing Hodge. All right. uh, And then, of course, next is Penelope Garcia, because we're out of space for other characters. Yeah. Oh, Penelope. You are uh, you are a, uh, a a wonderful mess of contradictions, and that's why we love you.
1: Yeah, no, this is just a character that is um, is um, now how how do how does one put it? Is the one trick pony? Yeah. In some ways that the the only thing, and then her whole life revolves around her massive abilities around the computer yeah nothing wrong with that i i do think the world needs a lot more eccentrics and she is a true eccentric absolutely and it doesn't matter and all of the things she she throws herself into all of the things that she's gets enamored of Um, she dresses wonderfully yep i don't know any other actress who could have pulled those things off She has
0: such amazing looks,
1: you know, and like because she really developed that character herself.
0: Oh, obviously,
1: as the actress, and as we say, the actress is sort of Penelope
0: or Penelope. I mean, she's uh, she she the actress and Penelope. At some point, they just started writing her as the character. Well,
1: what I would say is is that Penelope is the actress on steroids.
0: Yes, exactly. She is well. No, she's the fictional version of the character, yeah. the more extreme, dramatized version That's of the real woman.
1: Not sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a really good description of her. You're right. But yeah, she's she's fantastic. Like, uh, we love her. Uh, if you want to talk about our problems with her worldview a couple of times, you can listen to the show. But we we also love Penelope Garcia. Oh yes, I and indeed. she was the. I and mean, it's like we're not gonna hold, uh, like hold her responsible for the toxic relationship with Derek she was absolutely the victim in that relationship oh for sure like 100%
1: you know that she never really saw it but she did end up with Luke
0: so yeah exactly so speaking of and so of course number one is Spencer Reed we've already talked about Spencer Reed for half an hour uh, so you already know our feelings about Spencer Reed, and if you want more, there's also a two-hour podcast just called <laughs> "Doctor Spencer Reed," where we try to figure out what's going on with yeah, well, what's going on with Spencer Reed.
1: We did different <laughs> characters together, and we did other things. We did mostly
0: issues, but we had to devote just one podcast to Spencer Reed. Yeah, finally- you, you have to. Yeah, he's just such a compelling weirdo we love him yeah. so for the record no luke yeah. what was daniel henny's character's name i always forget oh no um oh that's terribly eh? it's bad that we can't remember his name isn't it
1: we remember his real name
0: Well, oh, yeah it's daniel henny
1: yeah <laughs> it's at, like at tara lewis
0: no tara lewis we, yeah no tara lewis no Daniels his character, no Luke Galvez, no Steve. I mean, I know Steven was only there for 16 episodes or whatever, but he was in the opening credits. Yeah. You know, they've missed four char- four like opening credits main characters of the show on this list. Yeah. And it's like, so when I saw that it was only nine entries, I checked when it was made, and it's like, no, this is a this is a list from 2021. The show was over. All of the episodes had aired. I don't know how they missed all these characters, but they missed all of these characters. Yeah. Well, all I can say is that, oh, oh, view 260 comments. We are not reading any of the comments. (laughs) The end.
1: Oh, yeah. Somebody's pissed off at her for her comment about Derek and Penelope.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're not getting pulled down this rabbit hole. No, no, Cutting no, I'm no, going to. And again, I mean, I don't want to be the guy who has to say it, but you know, he wasn't in the opening credits. William LaMontagne Jr. Let's get him yeah. on the list. Yeah. The best the best cops spouse in the history of television. <laughs> it's not an exaggeration. There has never been a more supportive, understanding, and yet effective cop spouse in the history of television. Exactly. The dude, and the thing is, it's like, as they always say, like, all of these characters, you expect to have the... the, I mean, you can say to the point where he almost has no agency of his own is the amount. Like, he is stereotypically the cop wife character to the point where in a lot of his stories it almost feels like he lacks his own agency and he exists only to be the perfect possible supportive spouse for jj who does not appreciate it because you know it's jj yeah he's a fascinating character and i know that because he was never in the opening credits or anything we're not going to see him on the list but he he remains one of the best parts of that show yeah. All right, so yes, that was our brief check-in on Criminal Minds. Uh, we well, we wanted to talk a little more about Spencer Reed, because we always want to talk a little more about Spencer Reed. And more importantly, get excited. They're, they're making this show. It's moving ahead, and barring unforeseen circumstances, we are going to get new episodes this year. We're not that far. We're like half a year away from more Criminal Minds, and, and I'm Griffin- very excited about it.
1: And Dr. And? Redmond has the time to prepare herself.
0: <laughs> yeah, you have to get psychologically prepped to get back into the world of criminal minds. Yes, I do. I mean... You really do.
1: I mean, it's not like... I, unlike other people, I have not been watching this. I have been watching...
0: <laughs> you haven't been rewatching it on uh, on Netflix the way everybody else
1: well, I don't it. have to even go to Netflix. It's on TV all the time, too. But That's true, yeah. And there are some that I want, But besides, I own them all. You know, I own all the DVDs. So whenever I want to watch a specific episode, I episode can. Episode,
0: you can. Yeah, that's cool.
1: um And, um, but I've gotten, I think Criminal Minds Korea. Um, yeah. To some extent, uh, spoiled me. Yeah. <laughs> after we, after we finished... Criminal Minds, of course, it was all done then. We did Criminal Minds Korea. And as bad as the YouTube episodes are in terms of their ability to read what's going on in, uh, you know, um, somebody took it off their TV. It's clear, right? And you can't get a DVD of it, or at least I haven't found one yet. No. Uh, There were, there were some at one point, but there no longer exist any. But I think it has spoiled me from going back and watching. The only one I would probably go back and watch is, like, um, uh, Lightning. And the first
0: season. Yeah, Riding the Lightning. Yeah, Riding the Lightning. I. Uh, God, the... Uh, oh, my God, the, the Korean version of that is so powerful. Yeah, uh, and I... But even so, I mean, I still... I It's still to me, is
1: probably one of the best. But I may be... You see, this will give me seven months also to revisit some of my favorite episodes of Criminal yeah. I do have favorite episodes. Oh, absolutely. Riding the Lightning being one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no, there, it's, it's going to give us a chance to, like, think about, like, rewatch some key episodes. We're going to be back talking about it as, during the lead-up. It's going to be pretty damn exciting, honestly.
1: Yeah, I, yes, and it is. And we, we have to admit that we are somehow or another, and I
0: still don't understand it, fans of this show. We really are. Yeah. Like, are we harder on it than anybody else? Sure, but we're still fans. Yeah. We're still excited that it's coming back. Yeah. You know, as, as, as we say, as long as it's not beyond borders, we're always happy for more criminal minds. <laughs>
1: yes. It's, it's, yeah we would like to see the end of uh
0: we'll oh, we'll take more uh we'll take more suspect behavior very happily yeah you know, like hey um legends of tomorrow is ending matt ryan's not busy you know <laughs> it's
1: legends of tomorrow ending
0: yeah no got oh, yes, canceled. Yes, yes. they canceled all the shows but that's that's a whole other conversation all right That's going to be that. We're going to wrap it up here. Thank you as always for listening. We really appreciate it. If you have any questions, if you have any comments, if there's any profiling-related fiction you think we should check out, drop us a line at profilingcriminalminds at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. If you were listening to this on some sort of an app or podcatcher, be sure to rate and review it because that is how new people find the show. We'll see you back here very soon, but until then, I'll say that's right. Au revoir and have a good week. Profiling Criminal Minds is a member of the Kinks Podcasting Network.